This NFL Week 12 Thanksgiving Mega Podcast Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. The MyBookie Turkey Day free play is back this Thanksgiving. That's right, up to a $250 free bet on the Texans versus Lions exclusively at MyBookie.ag. Promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the app store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay pred providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. It's happening, Kramer Dog. Happy Thanksgiving week, Sean. Happy Thanksgiving week to you as well. You got to uh, dust off the old photo of John Madden all <laughs> glistening, much like the turkey he's about to eat. It is a uh, tradition unlike any other. Uh, looking forward to uh, three pretty pretty good uh, games. All the spreads for Thanksgiving, four points or less should be a, should be a pretty good uh, series of games. Well, and I don't want to, I don't want to step on it, Sean, but it, it, I think it is, you, you kind of glossed over our Lord and savior, John Madden. And you know, much like this summer, the summer of 2020, when we had to improvise and create sport when he didn't have enough turkey legs to give out as awards after the game, what did he do? He said, get the goddamn duct tape. We're adding legs to this bitch. And I, I feel like I have memories as a kid of him giving out up. Did he, did, did they strap on like a dozen turkey legs at one point And he was oh, just yeah. giving him the whole offensive line. Well, Ryan, it's the turducken and it would have extra turkey legs so that yes, in case he wanted to make the Madden uh, player of the game, the entire offensive line, which you would, <laughs> you know, often do, as well as uh, you know, electing Pat Summerall to the All Madden team year after year, because he didn't want to give it to an actual kicker in the league currently. He would always give it to Pat Summerall as partner. Class, classy <laughs> move by John Madden. Class act uh. all around. So we got a lot to get through. We're going to talk uh, DFS. We got a uh, Thanksgiving uh, Day special here, talking some DFS. Then, of course, plowing through all the uh, Week Twelve NFL picks, including the Thanksgiving Day picks, and then uh, wrapping up. Odd Shark has a uh, little player prop contest that we're nice. entering as part of the Capra Cup. So we got that as well, Ryan. But before we get going, want to give a shout out, huge shout out to MyBookie.ag, the presenting sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast. That's right, Turkey Day free play is back. That's a up to a two hundred fifty dollar bet on the Texans versus the Lions. 
completely free. And that means if you win, obviously you would just win the $250. If you lose, you're automatically refunded one X site credit rollover, very easy to use. And uh, they're claiming that they're going to have it ready to go for the next game. So if you're looking to chase after getting the first <laughs> game wrong, they know how the DGENs only do and uh, yeah. live game, live in game wagering, tons of player props. They got it all over at mybookie.ag. And of course, use that promo code SGP so they know we sent you. And on top of that, get that sweet 50% deposit bonus. Mybookie.ag, promo code SGP. Kramer, we're going to kick things off uh, talking a little DFS with our DFS pals over at Thrive Fantasy. And uh, again, Thrive Fantasy, great. For these uh, these DFS contests, where uh, again instead of picking salary cap, you know how much you're going to pay these guys, uh, that's a bit of a hassle. I'll be honest. <laughs> I prefer uh, the Thrive Fantasy way, where it's just player props. Yeah. They give you 20 over unders, and you pick your favorite over unders. Uh, you know, you pick your 10 favorite, and they're even doing a special uh, contest for the SGP listeners. Only a three dollar buy in, three hundred dollar prize pool. Uh, so, you know, limited entry pool, get in there now. Again, the password's uh, SGP. Promo code is SGP. The Let's password it, is. Yeah. It's the, it, yeah. all the passwords are always SGP or DGENs <laughs> only or DGEN, some variation of that. It's but, easy. Uh, yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to this. Anything you can add a little action on Thanksgiving and my dad going to be hanging out with my dad and we're just going to be watching uh, football for nine hours straight. So very excited. This should be an easy that. concept to explain to him a little simpler than DraftKings. Uh, just, yes. just a lot of coin flips, basically a lot of coin flips and you can get hot. And again, it, you know, <laughs> probably tipping our hand as far as who we like in these sides with some of the uh, with some of the picks that we're going to be giving out. But Kramer, why don't you uh, get things started here and give us your first uh, player prop? Uh, I think no matter what you think of the game between Detroit and Houston, it's hard to imagine a version of it where Deshaun Watson doesn't have to pass the ball a lot and is it yep. successful passing the ball. And so I, when I saw that total of two sixty five and a half, like I understand why it's not the best spot for Houston early kick, all that jazz. Uh, but from a prop perspective, I'm I'm certainly going to go to the more juice side here and take Deshaun Watson over passing yards two sixty five and a half. Yep, I'm with you there. Uh, over for ninety five and a half or ninety five points there in the Thrive Fantasy scoring and. Uh, yeah, I, Jeff Akuda is out for the Lions. They've been banged up all season that secondary, and so I, I think Houston is going to be able to pass the ball on them, even if Detroit gets out to a big lead, which I don't see happening. Either way, Houston I, I think is going to have to throw the ball a decent amount. However, I'm going to throw Duke Johnson uh, rushing yards. I'm going under there. I, I just think they're going to be throwing the ball a bunch. Uh, I, I don't. I think David Johnson will still be out for this game, but I just don't see Duke Johnson have a huge game on the ground. You look at his previous games; he's just not a guy who gets over sixty and a half yards. So, lock the under up there for me, Kramer. What else you got? I have a feeling we're going to be on a lot of the same props. It's a pretty limited slate, uh, especially when you include some of the COVID news that has uh, uh, ejected a couple of the options. Plus, Duke Johnson just not—he's not a guy that's ever going to run for a lot of yards. I do think he has a decent game. From a total yardage perspective, because he's going to be involved in the passing game against this porous Detroit defense. But 
Uh, rushing yards, give me under 16 and a half. Yeah. Uh, and, and just kind of riding the same trend. Will Fuller over 71 and a half receiving yards inside in a dome with Deshaun Watson. They were able to start passing the ball against New England's defense. Again, I, I, I think this Detroit defense just doesn't have a lot going. So I, I think Fuller can get it. He may get this just, you know, between two receptions. He, he certainly is a deep threat. So over 71 and a half receiving yards for Will Fuller. I almost took it. I didn't want to go clean sweep on Houston because I, I do think that they have been spreading the ball about about around a bit more. And and I wonder if that would impact fuller as the true number one. So I'm going to scoot down to the Detroit side of things. And I, I don't know, Sean, is Galladay going to be back? Is Galladay going to be healthy? It sounds like he, he may play. I don't know what that means. And I'm just going to, I'm going to this. Well, one last time. TJ Hawkinson. I, I keep getting disappointed by him. I, I, I just, it's the <laughs> curse of being down, donned the next Gronk, the baby Gronk, but three and a half receptions. Someone's going to be catching passes against this Houston defense. I know Marvin Jones is going to be out there. I'm not sure who else, but I also know TJ Hawkinson is going to be out there. So give me over three and a half receptions, Sean. I'm going under on TJ. Oh. I'm taking the uh and if you hit this one you get 120 points. I mean, TJ Hawkinson has had some no-show games in him. Uh you know, against Washington he only had two catches, against Jacksonville only two catches, against New Orleans only two catches. So his average is over three and a half. And like you said, looks like holiday. He's going to try and make it a go, but who knows how healthy he'll be. I think they're just going to try and pound the rock with Adrian Peterson. Deandre Swift is out. And Hawkinson just kind of sucks. I know I was early on him last year, but he's just not good. Uh, and Stafford with that dumb injury, I, he just didn't look right in that Panthers game. And I can't yeah. imagine the short week is going to be helpful for him. Honestly, Sean, it's purely just like his totals, 24 and a half completions. He's going to have to complete the ball to somebody. I have to imagine hockey. I, anyway, I, 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 I agree to disagree next up. Mar- go ahead. Yeah. Are you taking Marvin, Marvin Jones? Jones? All right. Yeah, Marvin Jones Jr. under receiving touchdowns at a half, uh, under his ninety points. I, I just think this Detroit offense. I mean, they got shut out at Carolina, so I don't think they're going to get shut out again. But I think I think they really could struggle to move the ball. And uh, yeah, I think this could be kind of ugly early. Yeah, I, I didn't uh, I didn't take Marvin Jones. I probably would have disagreed with you on that one as well. But I I went down to the next game, and that's Alex Smith uh, to have under a half. Interceptions. Oh so, yeah. So uh, I, I think the game plan will be simple: play defense, control the clock, and don't give the ball away for Washington. So I like that we can get plus one twenty-five on this, one hundred twenty-five points for a correct pick on the no interception for Alex Smith. Yeah, I'm with you there. And this this Cowboys defense isn't one that's going to generate a lot of turnovers. So, and Alex Smith of anyone is a guy that you think you could talk to him about protecting the ball. He did have an interception against the Bengals, but you know, he didn't have he didn't have one when they played Detroit. I think it's going to be very conservative, like you said. They love just throwing to JD McKissick and uh, Antonio Gibson. They like running Antonio Gibson near the goal line. So I I think that's going to be a very very safe game for Alex Smith and and the Cowboys. Just like I said, they struggle to create turnovers. I'm sticking in that game. Andy Dalton under 270 and a half passing yards. I think this Cowboys. Offensive line is really going to struggle with the front seven of the Washington football team. You know, the Vikings, that was kind of a letdown spot, laid an egg at home. And and maybe, maybe the Cowboys got that confidence they needed, but 
I like I like Chase Young going up against this uh, Cowboys offensive line, and I, I think they're going to struggle to get off their offense going. Yeah, I, I'm. Again, I we're not we're not breaking any ground or shocking the world, but Andy Dalton under two. I mean, the fact that Dalton's passing yardage prop against the Washington football team, who has a pretty good defense, is higher than Deshaun Watson's passing prop against the Detroit Lions defense, which is. I think pretty objectively worse is crazy to me. So I took the under just like you and, and I'll, I'll throw out a second cowboy uh, because why not fade Zeke at this point, the guy yep. still doesn't look explosive, still looks like the number two back <laughs> on that. I mean, I Pollard if looks better. Yeah. Pollard's better. Now the one thing I am con- concerned about, do we know which player uh, what was it? The coach I heard they, they canceled practice because of a non COVID medical emergency. Uh, do you have any details on this, Sean? Oh, I thought it was a COVID emergency. Oh, I, I read a, a non-COVID medical emergency, and the first thing I thought was either McCarthy or Zeke had a heart attack because they're clearly <laughs> they're vastly overweight, and uh, perhaps there's something serious going on with Zeke. But for now, we will fade his total yardage. Well, maybe McCarthy got a heart attack smashing all those watermelons. I guess he did that as a uh, as a pregame thing to hype the teams up. He, oh. he was smashing watermelons. <laughs> So apparently he's drawing his uh, inspiration from Gallagher, possibly Gallagher too. Well, well but, it tells uh, you a lot about his taste in in like things <laughs> in that comedy. he's going to a Gallagher bit. <laughs> yeah, and you think a guy like uh, Mike McCarthy wouldn't like to see a nice watermelon go to waste? You think he could come up with an inspiring way to get the Cowboys motivated without? Getting rid of a, a bunch of good food and, and watermelon this time of year. Uh, if you're finding a nice watermelon, uh, why uh, smash it? Of all the things. Well, Sean, if you've ever seen a uh, video of a hippo eating a watermelon, I think we got a little confused and mistaken by the Dallas beat reporter saying that he busted out a sledgehammer. Sledgehammer actually <laughs> just what he calls his mouth. So it was Mike McCarthy just hungry, hungry hippoing a bunch of a bunch of watermelons. And yeah, I get it. That's a primal thing. A way way to get to the least common denominator and motivate your team. Still can't believe they won a fucking game. So uh, yeah, I'm with you on Zeke on the under yards and receiving yards. It's at 95 and a half. You have to give up a little juice there. You're only getting 85 points, but uh, I, I like that. I, again, I I think this Washington front seven is kind of legit. Moving into the late game, give me under Lamar Jackson two and a half passing touchdowns and interceptions. I, I just don't. He doesn't. I think if he's going to turn it over, it's going to be a fumble, and I don't see him having a ton of passing touchdowns against this Steelers defense. Uh, you know what? I, I I went into it thinking that, and then I was like, well, shit. I like Pittsburgh uh, to be up in this game. I think they may have to be play playing from behind. I think the fact that they won't have their two primary running backs is going to be tough for for Baltimore. Gus Edwards still there, but not quite the hammer that Dobbins and Ingram are. And so I think he's going to be throwing the ball and we've seen that he can throw a pick. We've seen that Pittsburgh can pick the ball off. So I'm going to take over here. I'm going to take the juice side again, over two and a half on the TDs and interception. Yeah. And uh, I, I get what you're saying there, uh, but I'm getting the plus plus one fifteen uh, thrive points. And I kind of like that angle. So that's what, where I'm at there. James Connor over a half rushing touchdowns and receiving touchdowns over 90 points. They seem to like him near the goal line. He's not super explosive, but I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, gets one, a rushing touchdown there that he seems to be their go-to guy. So not asking for a lot there and uh, you get 90 points there. 
I also took Connor. It feels like the kind like I went into this thinking like it's Pittsburgh, Baltimore. This is one of those like just you need the guys who can show up to the dog fight. So I also with Connor, I think it's a nice Connor game. But going back to Baltimore, I also took Willie Sneed over three and a half receptions. Uh, I am getting 110 points for this one. It's just a Willie Sneed kind of game. And like, I get it. You have Hollywood Brown. He he thinks he's good because he's related to Antonio Brown, uh, <laughs> curse of the Oklahoma receiver. And, and frankly, the guy's not shown me a goddamn thing. If I'm no. playing, if I'm Baltimore, I'm saying, you know what? Who who can I check the box on? Mark Andrews. Boom. I'll check that box. Gus Edwards, a bit of a dog. Uh, Jersey legend himself out of Rutgers, but Willie Sneed is the other guy. We've seen it. We saw it in the Sims over the summer. He's just a guy that you can trust. So over three and a half receptions. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that'll do it. Those are our 10 player props for thrive fantasy. Again, head to thrivefantasy.com. Use a promo code SGP, get that instant deposit match and enter the SGP exclusive Thanksgiving game. Only a $3 entry fee, thrivefantasy.com promo code SGP and password SGP for the exclusive DGEN's only game. Kramer, let's do it. Let's start talking about these uh, week 12 and Thanksgiving games. Real quick, Sean, real quick. Real quick there, yes. uh, I didn't actually give out 10. I somehow did not give out. I, oh, I thought I you gave, gave out, out nine. Your 10. My I thought I did too. Uh, my my tenth is Juju to go over the receptions again. Another, it's a dog fight game, and I think he's a dog. So uh, I I went with Juju as well to show up for for how, how many how many receptions? Five and a half. Mm. Contrarian yeah. play here. He does. He does. I could see them being the guy that that uh, that Big Ben trusts, although. I don't know. Juju has a lot of millennial tendencies, Ryan. Are we really going to pick a guy who's spending his time on Twitch? I, I feel like it's a good thing to fade, much like Zeke and Juju, guys who are making their living on Twitch as well as gamers and uh, you know riding his bike around because you know owning a car is such so, such an old person thing to do. I don't know if those guys are dogs when it comes to uh, Thursday games for Thanksgiving night. Well, as a fellow Twitch superstar, Sean, we got to respect G- game recognized game. All right, let's let's do it. Do do we have to do anything before we start picking actual football games, Sean? Or can we start? Nope. Fire when ready, Ryan. All right, firing when ready. Early game on Thanksgiving, uh, which, by the way, uh, I know we already said this, but happy Thanksgiving. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying uh, me myself. I know you, everyone's wondering what I'll be doing for Thanksgiving. I will once again uh, be enjoying the sweat, no sweat of being off the grid, not being able to watch any of these games and just hoping I come back to a fat, fat, fat bank account because I- I'm going in on all these games, Sean, I'll, I'll teaser alert. I like them all. Houston heads <laughs> to Detroit. The lions are a three point home dog on Turkey day, early kick nine 30 on the West coast plus one thirty for on the money line for Detroit, Houston minus one fifty. 51 and a half is the total Sean. Tell me all about why you're going to take the Houston Texans. Well, I'm sure you're going to take the lions, uh, but Matt Stafford, he just looks horrible. And again, Matt Patricia, he's on the chopping block. He is a he's a turkey about to have his head chopped off, and there's no pardon coming for Matt Patricia. He's 13, 28, and one. Detroit, their passing defense has been really bad. You throw in the fact that Akuda, uh, their you know fourth pick overall, their cornerback, he's not going to be out there. DeAndre Swift, he's still in the concussion protocol. Stafford and that thumb injury. You put Deshaun Watson in a dome with some speedy receivers. 
I, I actually bet this one it was at minus two and a half for Houston, but Detroit, the last three games, they're averaging 281.7 passing yards per game allowed. Uh Romeo Cornell on the road as a road favorite is certainly scary, but this uh Matt Patricia team, they don't do well on Thanksgiving. They don't show up and they don't show up here. Give me the Texans. Houston is the is the right side, probably, if you're if you're looking to bet a team that has looked okay. But I disrespected the close your eyes special last week uh, by not taking Denver. You, 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 you showed me the dark side and you, and you brought me away from a trend that has just gotten us paid over the years, over a decade, Sean, 60 plus percent. And uh, so I'm going back to that to try to close your eyes special here as a home dog. We it's extra strong. We love this trend. Stafford hasn't looked great. I get it. Uh, Galladay. It sounds like, it sounds like he's going to be back. And that he's been key to that offense, but I think all in all, I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna bet some money that Houston is flat. I think Houston is in a spot where they just had a huge. I mean, I know the Patriots kind of sucked this year, but that was a big win I think for that program. So I think potential flat spot plus Detroit. We like them coming home, coming off the loss, and uh, they, Sean, they own this spot. Nine thirty. People aren't used to kicking off this early. Stafford and the boys will Patricia. If he knows one thing, it's a, it's waking up early. So uh, let's take Detroit as the close your eyes special because the grosser it is, the better we like it. Next up, <laughs> Sean, one thirty on the West Coast, the Washington Football Team. Which, by the way, more and more genius every time I I do a Google search for something football team related and see that they're starting to show up in the SEO. They're just going to take over the generic football team SEO categories. They head to Dallas. Dallas coming off a win, Sean. Mike McCarthy coming off a win, Sean. Dallas minus three. Dallas a favorite with Andy Dalton minus one fifty five on the money line. Washington plus one thirty. Forty six is the total. Not much of a handicap here, but I know they both have back backup quarterbacks. But one of these teams is clearly better than the other. Take the football team. Don't overthink it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it would be easy uh, to look at the game and be like, wow, that. That that uh, Cowboys team looked really good against the Vikings, and the Vikings were good. I mean, you know, in hindsight, that was just kind of the Vikings laying an egg, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I, I think they're going to really, it's going to be a tougher matchup, especially against this Washington football team. I, I think that Chase Young is going to eat. If Madden was going to give a turkey <laughs> leg to anyone in this game, doesn't, can't you just imagine Chase Young plowing into a giant turkey leg? Alex Smith is the perfect. Ugly game quarterback for uh, for this cowboy, or, you know, to face against the Cowboys. Not going to give them any easy uh, easy no. turnovers. McLaurin, I love Terry McLaurin against this uh, against the Dallas secondary. I think there's going to be a ton of opportunity there. I think the public is going to be on the Cowboys after seeing them win against Minnesota. And uh, you know, again, whatever's going on. Um, you're right, Kramer. It is non COVID-19 medical emergency involving a staff member. So who knows what's going on there? That's got to interrupt their press, their practice schedule a little bit. Did and then it, just, sorry, I think, I think, it, I wonder if it was watermelon smashing related. Maybe they, there was a mishap <laughs> with the sledgehammer accidentally pummeled the, the special teams coach or something thought his head was a melon. Mike McCarthy just got out of control. This is a little uh, crazy note. If Washington wins the game on Thursday, uh, then they're in first place. If the Giants win on Sunday, then they're in first place. And then if the Eagles win on Monday, then they're in first place. Uh, Eagles won't win, but 
just kind of an interesting <laughs> nugget as to where the NFC East is right now. Well, just a reminder, only one team in the NFC is does not have a better record than the entire division. So, uh, not the best look. Look, last thing I'll say about this: Cowboys getting seventy-five. Uh, this is the most heavily bet game of the week. Not surprisingly, Cowboys getting three quarters of the action so far of the tickets. Only half of the action. Uh, similarly, Texans getting a shitload of the money. Meant to bring that up in the first game. Uh, nightcap, Sean. Looks like Al Michaels being being given the week off. I wonder if it has anything to do with it being the week after a, a game, the first game in Vegas. Cause uh, you could see how delighted <laughs> Al Michaels was to be in Vegas calling a football game. Like the fact that he got to go for work, oh, he, yeah. he, his wife couldn't give him shit. Like he was, he was a pig and him and Musburger just plowing through hookers. Baltimore, oh, right. You know what it's like uh, explaining to your wife that you're going to Las Vegas for work. It's really it's really a great opportunity. And then they look at you like, ah, is it really for work? Do they really No, I got to go. Our buddy, uh, Derek invited us to the circa and uh, you know, Derek calls, you got to answer. Sorry, honey. Like, I don't, I want to, I want to be anti this, but Hey, it is for work working hard, Ryan. Yeah. It's the, it's the weird conundrum of they, they females don't like risk, but they also <laughs> like hustlers. So it, it's like this weird primal uh, conflict uh. in their brains. Baltimore in the nightcap, we will have Tariko. Baltimore heads to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, look ahead was two and a half. It's now four and a half, Sean. Minus 230 on the money line. Baltimore plus 170. 45 is the total. Well, and, and let me hop in here. The why was the look ahead two and a half? That that look ahead was way off. I, I bet this at Steelers minus four, and fuck it. I like it up to seven. The Steelers team is just good. They didn't look ahead against the Jags. They're dialed in. I think the scariest situation spot you can say for the Steelers is they don't need this game. But I, I, I think how are they not going to get up for Ravens at home Thursday night, Thanksgiving? Like they're going to be up for this game. And lastly, Baltimore just doesn't, and in particular, Lamar Jackson just doesn't play up to the competition. He just comes out flat in big games against better teams, the athletic linebackers of the Steelers, that three, four, that super athletic team. Like you said, Hollywood Brown hasn't done anything on the offensive side of the ball. I, I just don't see Baltimore being able to dictate this game and, and play the kind of pace they want to play to beat the Steelers and big Ben's just going to sit back. He's going to, you know, hit some, you know, get Claypool going on the slant, hit Juju with some easy stuff over the middle. And uh, maybe get Connor going. This Ravens defense, and maybe they get Calais Campbell back. That'll certainly be helpful. But this Ravens defense just isn't the same, and the and the offense isn't isn't you know being run by an MVP candidate anymore. Well, and, and I think the the only thing that kind of caught me when I was doing my prep for this one, um, a Calais Campbell. It sounds like he's going to play. Uh, yeah. At least that's the messaging, which that makes them a much better team. But was the 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 kind of remembering the turnover margin in the first game, and Pittsburgh turned Baltimore over four times. One time was a pick six, and it still came down to the last, like still came down to the end, twenty eight twenty four. Typically, we would say, "Why you know, don't overthink it." In this matchup, doesn't matter who's who. Take the team getting more than three and it's a true. half points, or more than three points. And while I agree with you, I think the look ahead should have been a flat three. I don't know. Like what is the news that is moving this line up? What is the news that is driving this to four, four and a half? 
Uh, and and to your point, wanting to play it all the way up to seven. I, I'm just gonna be contrarian all day on Thanksgiving. It's it suited me well in the past, and, and I'm going to take Baltimore here. And and the number one reason why is I think their defense gets a couple of the turnovers this time. They flatten that edge that Pittsburgh had, and I think this is just gonna be a classic battle. And oh by the way. You know, quick funny anecdote. Listening to the Rams radio pregame last last night, uh, before the Monday night game, they they were they were talking about how, uh, you know, look at Lamar Jackson. He was the MVP last year, and now they want to they want to run him out of town. And while I agree, like I think he hasn't shown his best efforts this year. This is a massive revenge spot and a massive um, a massive emotional get up for Harbaugh and his team. And I I. I like Edwards and I, Sean, we have him in fantasy and I think Edwards is going to slot in there. All right. And uh, this is going to be a close game. So I'm taking the points. I'm taking three dogs on the day of the Turkey, Sean, what could possibly go Fire wrong? beware, which by the way, you want to talk about a fun three team teaser on Thanksgiving. Give me all the dogs teased up. Oh, <laughs> uh, one of so, those is going to be a blowout. You think so? Yeah. I think yeah. Detroit blows out Houston, uh, Arizona dude, you're crazy. Detroit sucks on Thanksgiving. Detroit, well, we'll see, uh, maybe a little side unit wager on that one. I know, Let's, I know, you haven't watched the Thanksgiving game, Ryan, in like a decade because you're out recentering your chi in the uh, Mojave Desert. But trust yep. me, Detroit is horrible on Thanksgiving. Well, I'll keep going to that. Well, then I'm gonna come back with a with a bucket of cash from the parlay. Too. I'm doing a money line parlay as well. Arizona coming off Thursday night football. Loss against Seattle. They head to New England where the Patriots are two and a half point home dogs, plus 120 on the money line, minus 140 for the Cardinals. 49 and a half is the total. Uh, I mean, again, this is the week of me kind of releasing all my body toxins and my spirit toxins as I head to the desert and look to uh, completely unplug from the, uh, the natural and unnatural worlds and try to explore space, time, the continuum in between. And honestly, feels like an amazing spot to take bill Belichick against a almost certain cliff kitchen spot. Cliff Kitchen's going to overreact off the loss a little bit too much time to prepare. And you know what I see? I see cam Newton slamming his face down the throat of this defense repeatedly, because I don't think bill Belichick loses to Kyler and kitchens in this spot. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to zag Ryan and, really? uh, oh, and no. take the, take Arizona here. It is a non-conference road spot, which is a bit worrisome, but this Patriots passing defense just isn't that good. And I think Arizona is going to be able to throw on new England. We saw them go up into Seattle and really played a, a pretty good game. All things considered that they were going on the road on Thursday night after the short turnaround, after that emotional game and still gave them a pretty good game. I, I, there's not going to be weather. Weather looks like it's going to be fine. Gilmore hasn't really fixed the Patriots defense. Kim Newton, Ryan, he still sucks. That was pretty clear oh, in the Texans. Wow. I mean, did you watch that Texans game? He's yeah, the Texans no, yeah. defense wasn't good and he still struggled. Uh, now I, I think uh, to me, the matchup that's really interesting to me is the new England linebackers against Kai God, AKA Kyler Murray. I think they're just going to struggle to contain him. And uh, I, I think he scampers all over this team. So give me Arizona minus two and a half road favorite here. Yeah, I mean, look, 
Once again, uh, I'm expecting Arizona to be a massive public team. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this got to three in New England. Although I would think people would bet it back. I just think I'm going to one more time remind you about Cliff Kingsbury's propensity to just shit the bed. And this is from a coaching situation spot. This is the spot he's too tight. He over prepares for, and Belichick just comes in, takes away his thing. And honestly, like. You know who I like in fantasy this week because I think Belichick will let him do whatever he wants because he never runs a route more than five yards down the field. That's Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, but yeah, give me the home dog. Happily take Belichick as a dog in this spot. Next up, Sean. Carolina heads to Minnesota. Minnesota minus four, minus two hundred on the money line. Carolina plus one eighty. Forty-eight and a half is the total. I feel like I can't get a Carolina game right. So tell me why I should take Carolina in this spot. Well, I mean, the Butler, Ryan, Teddy B, revenge game. Perfect spot for this uh Carolina team to to have their revenge on Minnesota. I, I don't know. This is this is tough for me because Minnesota really fell apart against the Cowboys and they had a little bit of momentum going. They were like working their way back into the playoff consideration. Carolina, you know, PJ Walker got loose. Their defense didn't play bad, but a lot of that was kind of Detroit sucking. I, I think if you're Minnesota, they're just going to pound the rock with Dalvin cook. I, I think on the opposite side though, I, I think Carolina is going to be able to move the ball. It sounds like Bridgewater should be able to play. They expect him to practice on Wednesday. So that's usually a good sign for their availability. And this to me feels like a field goal game. I, I think Carolina does enough to hang around. Maybe it's in garbage time, but that Minnesota defense, I, I, I Maybe that was just a spot, but I, I think Carolina is going to be able to move the ball. So I'll take Carolina in the points here. It, like on one hand, I feel like this probably should be bigger. Like I just, this is the kind of game they go to the spaceship and the defense really gets exploited because Dalvin cook just does whatever he wants. They have to overcorrect to try to stop that. And then Thielen and Jefferson can do things. Uh, Kirk cousins coming off a loss. Uh, look, it's been a, it's been a big month for him. He got his Monday night win. Uh, prime time has been tough for him. Now this is not prime time. Uh, I I think I think you'd be you'd be smart to spend the money on Dalvin Cook in fantasy this week. And while I think there's some decent matchups for whoever the quarterback is, and I like the revenge spot, I'm gonna lay the points here, Sean. Like like I said, I've been I've been off on this team all year, so I'm gonna zig in my own brain right now, and maybe maybe go back the other way. I think Minnesota gets right in the spaceship and. Uh, We'll see. I mean, I also like why uh, Bridgewater coming back is great, but PJ Walker looked all right. Like, I don't know if I'd be rushing to change that if I was uh, revenge spot. Well, he also threw an interception in the end zone. Yeah, I mean, I I get it. I get it. Walker's first start. It wasn't. It wasn't all shiny, but I I don't know if I'd be rushing Bridgewater back on a hobbled leg. Cleveland heads to Jacksonville, where the Browns are six and a half point favorites on the road, minus two eighty on the money line, plus two thirty. For the Jags, looks like Luton's gonna get one more start. The total's forty nine. Boy, felt like the Jags were in the game last week, and then they weren't. This is a little bit better of a matchup. I think Jacksonville is a decent punt option when it comes to DFS because they're going against Baker. But uh, yeah, it, com- it comes out of the running game, and, and if, yeah. they, if the running attack is going to be enough to just flat out slam the door and, and not have a backdoor situation, I'm still scared to take it. I, I think Cleveland, not a very good team, they struggled with Philly. 
Philly, as you will point out later, is complete trash at this point. The quarterback and the coach have to go. So I, I I'm leaning Jacksonville unless you can talk me out of it, Sean. Oh yeah. I mean, Jacksonville horrific against the spread. Uh, they don't have a physical defense. Again, this is, you mentioned Baker, but I, I don't think he's going to throw more than like 20 some passes. They're just going to run Chubb and hunt. You know, the reason the Eagles were in that game against the Browns is because their rushing defense and defensive line front seven played really well, got them some turnovers in Cleveland territory. So I don't see that happening for this Jags team. The Jags just struggle with physical teams. And uh, I, I think they're going to get run all over. So give me, give me the Browns laying the road chalk here. Yeah. I'm going to go the other way. It, it popped off to me. I know it's early in the week, but it showed up on one of my um, in, in the screen because we're, we're seeing the majority of the tickets coming in on the Browns, but the majority of the money coming in on the Jag. So again, I'm going to stick to my contrarian angle this week. I, I, I just, I think you're absolutely mad to lay six and a half points with Baker on the road. Jags defense shockingly gets some pressure on Baker. And uh, I'll say this I'm going to be betting the Jags to score a defensive touchdown prop this Sunday. Next up, Sean, the Chargers. God damn, Herbert looks so fucking good. What a waste of, a, of an offense that, that team is. The Chargers head to Buffalo coming off the bye. Buys have not been great in COVID times. Buffalo minus five and a half, minus two fifty-five on the money line. Chargers plus two oh five. Fifty-three and a half is the total. We told you there's no way the Chargers cover the spread against the Jets. They'll find a way. And they found a way. My instincts here are too many points for the Chargers. They know how to lose close games too. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're good as a as a dog in this spot. And I mean, last uh Look at the last couple of games the Buffalo defense have played. I mean, Arizona did whatever they wanted on them throwing the ball, and even Seattle. Look at Russell Wilson; they they were carving them up. Now, granted, Seattle's defense was horrific, but I think the Chargers' defense, especially now that Joey Bosa's back, you got Ingram back. I think they'll be able to, you know, mo- force Josh Allen to work. And this feels like a field goal game to me. Don't you just see the Bills? Winning 31 28, kicking a late field goal here. This definitely feels like a game where the spread will matter. Five yeah. and a half is is just too high for this Chargers team. I'll go even further. I think this is a live dog. I, I'll say I'll say this, Sean. Uh, you didn't mention I thought you would because you're a, a fan of the little guy. Austin Eckler sounds like he'll be back this week. And uh you, you sprinkle him into what this offense is starting to look like. I I think. I think if this is one of those high variance performance from Josh Allen, which it could because of that pass rush, I I very much like the Chargers as a dog this week. This is the perfect spot for them, on the road in a tough spot. They're used to it, and uh, yeah, I, again, the buy has not been good. Sean, the Vegas Raiders they head to Atlanta. The Falcons three point home dogs. This is probably the spread that puzzled me the most this week, even though I completely understand it. Atlanta plus one forty on the money line. Raiders minus one seventy. Four fifty five and a half is the total. Sean, had we given out a DraftKings lineup, uh, my stack pretty pretty confidently would have come from this game. I think either I'm playing the bounce back spot for Matt Ryan with one of his guys, probably Ridley, or I'm playing the Derek Carr Waller stack. I just talk to me about why, why I should fade the Falcons here. I just don't like, like I'm still not in on the Raiders. Yeah. And you know, I wanted to take the Raiders last week. I, I I'm trying to be less stubborn with these teams and I feel like it's gotten me into bad spots. Um, 
you know, the Raiders being one of them, like I just keep picking against them. They just keep covering spreads. But I, I think in this situation, especially, they're going to be able to move the ball against Atlanta. They're in a dome, which they're very uh, familiar with. They need this game for the playoffs. They're coming off a loss. I, I think it's actually just like a decent matchup overall uh, for them. And I probably would have taken them last week against the Chiefs, but it was just Andy Reid off the bye was such a strong trend, and the the Chiefs' revenge angle uh, was so strong for me. And and. I don't know. The the Raiders defense has some moments. I mean, I, I think eventually they just got overpowered by the, the high powered chiefs offense, but you know, Matt Ryan, if he can't get it going against that saints uh, defense with Lattimore out, I think he's going to struggle to get it going against this uh, Raiders defense. So I, I'm laying, I'm laying the small road favorite here. Give me the Raiders. And I think the big, to me, the big, the big story here is that when it comes to when it comes to what happened last week, a they were both in divisional matchups, and we kind of touched on this. Like Gruden clearly was building a team to compete with the Chiefs, not yeah. necessarily to stop the Chiefs, but to score with the Chiefs. And I think one of the areas that we saw with Atlanta last week against this New Orleans team is New Orleans just dominated the line of scrimmage. They dominated the line of scrimmage, and and because of that, and, and we heard it consistently in the broadcast. But because of that, we couldn't we couldn't see the the deep passing attack of Atlanta take place. I think the difference here is that there, we're not going to see a pass rush from Oakland. I'm sorry, from Las Vegas, like we have from new Orleans. And I think that's going to allow the Atlanta offense to look very different. I think this is, this is a high scoring game. Obviously the total suggests that with 55 and a half, I'm going to Sean, we're disagreeing a lot this week and I'm going to disagree again. I'm going to take Atlanta as the home dog Gruden coming off an emotional spot and he's got food on his mind. Uh, meanwhile, I do think Atlanta somewhat bought into the Raheem Morris. Maybe they bounce back here. Non-conference road spot for the Raiders. So give me the. Have I taken a favorite yet? Um, only favorite is Kirk Cousins. What a what a card. <laughs> what a fucking card. Next up, Miami heads to New York to take on the Jets. Jets plus seven, plus two fifty five on the money line. Dolphins minus three twenty. Forty four and a half is the total. Uh, this game concerns me. Because we might have to take the Jets. Okay, what's your angle? Uh, two. Well, I, I would is two a playing? <laughs> because if 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 he is, uh, he didn't throw the ball very. He didn't look great in the cold last week. And I know you, you could say, well, Broncos, you know, they're a pretty good home team, but and and maybe the Jets, tough team to want to to play, especially coming off a cover. Um, but they, I just don't know if I can trust this dolphins team heading to what, what should be colder weather. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think this really depends on who's the starter because Ryan fits magic. This would be a perfect game for him. An awesome revenge spot, uh, you know, against the jets, but yeah, I see what you're saying. And the jets actually, since they put Joe Flacco in have been able to put up points. You know, they kind of hung with the the Patriots almost beat them. They hung with the chargers were kind of alive in this game. Will Miami be able to go on the road and, and dominate to the point? Well, the thing is though, Miami needs this game for the playoffs and, and Brian Flores is a much better coach. No, I agree. I just, I, 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 again, the jets, they have a, they have the number two adjusted line yards, which means they should be able to pose a little bit of a problem for the running game. And I, I, I mean, do you think Joe, do you think Tua is going to look like Herbert out there? 
slinging the rock with a high powered offense. I, I, I don't know. And, and maybe I like this better if it's magic's playing. Um, do we have any certainty on that? Do you know, Sean? No, they yeah, haven't so said anything yet. So, I mean, they said two is still the starter, but you know, people are saying it maybe it was injury related. It doesn't look like any weather 49 degrees for the game. I guess That's we cold, go, John, <laughs> I guess we go jets here as the home dog, but I don't know, man, this feels, feels like a good stay away. Yeah. I'm, I'm you're crazy if you want to bet this, but I, I am going to also take the jets just because I don't know that game last week showed she reminds us, right? Like, just like it's hard to go into the humidity and play the dolphins or play the bucks. Same thing with these, these Florida teams going to colder weather now, especially when your quarterback has never really played in cold weather giants, la- uh, one more, two more early games, giants coming off the bye, head to Cincinnati where this look ahead was two and a half. And then burrow went down. Now it's giants minus six. Minus two sixty on the money line. Forty two and a half is the total. Bengals plus two ten. I know I keep tabs on everyone named Ryan in professional sports. Uh, this is one of the shittier ones. Pretty low on the Ryan power rankings here with Ryan Finley. Uh, look, I think this was going to be a fun matchup where I was positioned to tell you why. You know why? Why is this not Cincy minus three? Burrows look spunky. The Giants have looked better of late, but they've only beat the football team and the Eagles. Now they're laying six, Sean. We yeah. can't lay six with the Giants, can we? No, I mean you talk about laying six and a half with Baker Mayfield, but again, I look at that as more laying that with Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb. Uh, a team's just coming off the bye have just looked bad again. Glass Joe Judge, of course, a uh, lot of issues with the team, and Cincinnati. Uh, there's always that that first game with the backup quarterback where teams don't know how to play them. This could be an uncomfortable spot for the Giants. They probably get the win, but I don't know. Six points for a, a Giants offense that have they have they gotten to thirty points yet this season? It's a lot to lay. I do like Gallman this week in DFS. I, I think there's, I think the team is playing better. And uh, again, if Daniel Jones doesn't turn the ball over like he has, this defense can more than cover the spread. Because I think the one thing you're forgetting is how bad Ryan Finley is. Um, would have been would have been nice to have Andy Dalton at this point as a backup. I just he's not a backup quarterback. He went to NC state. He, he looks the part. He's just not an NFL quarterback. And I think the giants defense is the, the strength of this team. So I'm, I'm happily going to lay the points with Joe. You mean Joe weed, the fucking little bitch ass cowboy rat poison out of the program judge that Joe judge, which by the way, a uh, shout out to the guy who gave a one-star review for, yes. uh, cause I'm sure he's still listening, even though he wrote a one-star review, uh, you know, let's dive into the psychology of someone willing to write a one-star review in the first place. But the one star review was based on the fact that I spent a good amount of time talking about <laughs> all rise Joe judge and the New York giants who are going to be a division winner in the national football league. Go fuck yourself. Joe judge giants, Danny dimes, lay the points. By the way, he's been promoted from Danny double nickels to Danny dimes. Just for those keeping track at home, terrible Shut podcast. Up. They literally spent the first 12 minutes of a podcast talking about a NFL coach, Joe judge. When I'm walking my dog or on a car ride, this is a complete waste of time. We want to hear about sports betting and NFL picks. They waste so much time on dumb stuff. No one cares about. <laughs> if only we talked about NFL picks, Ryan, maybe this guy would listen to the podcast. 
Yeah, ten years of them. Fuck you. Which, by the way, uh, when you're going on a walk, why don't you try to engage with nature, bro? Don't be so dependent on us and the podcast and your phone. Tennessee heads to Indy, where Indy is minus three and a half, minus one ninety-five on the money line, plus one seventy for the Titans. Fifty-one is the total. Boy, you know we saw them play a couple weeks ago from the beautiful podcast studio in Circa Sports in beautiful Circus Las Vegas, and. I didn't see anything in that game. That's going to make me want to take the Titans. I understand why this is three and a half. I'm okay to lay it. The Colts team is really starting around into shape with the emergence of Jonathan Taylor looking more like an NFL running back. And honestly, we've been saying it all year, but Pittman boy, he looks like his guy. So I think the offense is starting to fire. I think Tennessee is still a little bit fraudulent. They're going to struggle with this defense. Derrick Henry, not going to get going again, lay the three and a half points with Phillip. Yeah, I'm with you on the Colts. I'm a little worried about a letdown game here for the Colts coming from behind. Maybe they emptied the tank against the Packers. Now they have a, a division game against the Titans. Titans figuring out their offense a little bit more. Tannehill looks a little bit better, but you know Darius Leonard and this Colts rush defense against uh, against the Titans. I think is just the matchup because they have to run the ball and. The Colts can stop that. I mean, the Colts can be exploited in the passing game, as you saw. Aaron Rodgers able to move the ball up and down the field. Not yeah. enough, though. So that I think is a little bit scary, and the revenge spot here for the Titans. But I'll, I'll go with you. I'll, I'll I'll ride with the Colts here, laying three and a half. Want to give a well, shout out to? Well, I was going to say real quick. You mentioned uh, uh, emptying the tank. Philip Rivers doesn't know how to empty the tank, bro. His tank's always on empty. <laughs> Oh, and man, he's violating COVID just by having his own family have Thanksgiving. So I, I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Maybe he has like the uh, you know, the the poor athletes sit outside the house and gotta work their way into the house to get Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. You can only imagine that the the choices he has to make there in the uh, Rivers household. Wanna before we get to the late games, primetime games, want to give a shout to Ace Per Head. Of course, go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. Sign up there. If you want to start your own sports book, use that link and you get up to six weeks free. That's right. Six weeks of their amazing sports book software. You can start operating your own sports book with just a uh, a couple clicks of the old mouse. Get it going. They do all the heavy lifting. They set the lines. They do all the grading for you. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. Aceperhead.com slash S. G P Sean real quick. We didn't, we, we totally forgot to announce the winners of the contest for this week. Let's do it. Ryan. Do you have the, uh, I have it in front of me. I, I completely spaced. And the reason I wanted to make sure we brought it up, it's, it's an important win. Uh, your nemesis, Sean week no. 11 winner in the free roll football contest all by himself. 11 and three one from Walgreens is back. Oh God. Uh, so yeah, shout, Juan from Walgreens, reach out week one or week eleven winner, heading over to the overall standings, top five, <laughs> tied for fourth. Gambling engineer and Josh Bix fifty five, both with eighty six correct. In third place, Sean Juan from Walgreens, back crawling up your ass, son of a bitch. <laughs> Number two, Mikey CP six two two with ninety two, and in first place still. Wolverines 2019 with 94 correct has a commanding five pick lead over third place. So shout out to Juan from Walgreens. Reach out for your merch. Anyway, back to the games. 
New Orleans head, heading to Denver, where Denver is a five and a half point home favorite, plus two twenty five on the money line. Saints minus two seventy five. Forty three and a half is the total. Taysom Hill, after getting a win, I mean, he looked all right. He got got a couple rushing touchdowns. Now he heads to the road, away from the dome, as a five and a half point road favorite. Tight end. He's no longer a tight end in ESPN fantasy. If you haven't paid attention to that controversy. <laughs> People very upset that he was tight end eligible last week. ESPN made the update. Yeah, I mean, I, I, no, no handicap here. No handicap at all here. New Orleans not playing New Orleans with Taysom Hill minus five and a half. Denver as a home dog should have been on them uh, last week, but yeah, it's cold. New Orleans a dome team, non-conference road game. It just seems like the perfect spot to fade the Saints team. Oh God, I, I hate going against them, but they should match up. Okay, against the Saints and maybe Denver able to run the ball a little bit uh, against the Saints defense outside in the cold. Like it, they just the Saints don't really. I don't know. It, this just feels like a perfect spot for Denver, especially getting five and a half at elevation. You have the Thanksgiving week, and then you got to go play at altitude at Denver. It's just I think it's just going to be really tough to cover a big number. We've all been there, just loaded up with sodium, and then we go to altitude and get all bloated. It's not a good formula. So, also, just I, I'm insanely contrarian this week. The Saints, another side that I would expect to see the majority of the money. Wouldn't be surprised to see this climb even higher, Sean. Yeah. What else do we got, Kramer? San Francisco coming off the bye. They're heading to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Rams, nice, impressive victory over the Bucks. Minus seven, minus 355 on the money line. Niners plus 295. 45 is the total. You know, my concern in this game is that San Francisco has gotten healthy in the bye, and they're going to come out and they're going to they're going to play this this Rams team's well. They're going to exploit that run deficiency on the Rams defense. But you know, I, I think if they're we're learning one thing about Sean McVay, Sean one probably a better coach than Doug P at this point. Uh, two, his team is prepared, and what we saw against the Bucks is we saw a team that was prepared. And it was so prepared, it was able to win in spite of Jared Goff having moments <laughs> like he was looking to go party on Jared Goff Sucks Island. All of that being said, I I think this is maybe one of the sides I'm gonna be a little chalk. I mean, should I remove my my contrarian angle for this week and take the Rams? Because they will be the chalky side, I gotta imagine. Yeah. But I, I think, oh man, uh, is San Francisco really going to be able to head to Los Angeles and put up points against this Rams defense? That's just qu quite frankly, just playing good. And you know, Jared Goff has his moments where he looks bad, but again, is San Francisco's defense going to be able to exploit it? I don't think they will. And then, you know, again, coming off the bye, these teams just don't look right. Maybe they're able to pound the rock, but the Rams are right in the mix of the playoff uh, run here. They're at home. They're looking good. Uh, I don't know why Rams minus seven. That seems like the right side. It's a revenge spot too. Uh, I mean, they the the Rams. Yeah, they lost up in San Francisco. They dropped that game twenty four sixteen, and and I would imagine like to me that's the motivational angle here. That with with the fact that you know I know I'm I'm playing my Giants this week, but the buy has not always been kind to these teams, especially in the situation, Sean. You've been pointing out where the Monday night team is taking on the team with extra rest. Kansas City heads to Tampa, where the Bucks, coming off that Monday night loss, are three and a half point home dogs against the Chiefs. Plus one sixty on the money line, minus one eighty five for Kansas City. Fifty six is the total. 
is this spread not high to you? Yeah, it's weird. But then again, like uh, you know, Tom Brady is looking like Jameis Winston. We have the Tom Brady Jameis Winston memes going right now. So yeah, I can you really take Tom Brady? I guess is a three and a half point dog. Tampa Bay's defense is pretty good, and you think they'd be able to match up pretty well against Tampa Bay or against Kansas City. I guess you got to take Tampa Bay as the home dog here. Three and a half. Kansas City now back to back road game, non conference road game for them. Going to Florida, uh, it's not prime time, which maybe helps uh, Tampa Bay at this point. Uh, Kansas City having to play in that Florida heat. I'm going Tampa Bay plus three and a half, but I don't feel great about it. Yeah, I, you know it. It's hard because I mean, again, Kansas City coming off a big a big win, and this is absolutely a flat spot because they I I know they're playing Tom Brady and all that shit, but they they're it's a sandwich between two divisional games. Not that Denver is a, a great team this year, but this feels like a spot for them to get flat. And then on the other on the flip side, Brady not going to be happy all week. Like this team, I know we said it last week, but they have to come out looking like they can fire on all cylinders with a team like Kansas city coming to town. Last thing I'll say is I think, I think they make a conscious effort to really run the fucking rock this week against Kansas city, because that's been the difference when they've been effective on the ground. They've been a really tough team to beat Uh, with you. Give me the home dog next up, Sean Sunday night football, the Chicago bears coming off the bye. They're heading to green Bay to take on the Packers coming off a loss minus nine and a half for the Packers minus four forty on the money line bears plus three seventy forty five is the total. Uh, yeah. I so mean, many it, points. It, it's crazy. <laughs> I love Aaron Rodgers coming off a loss. Always strong. I think they'll be able to do an, uh, how can you take the bears? Like they just can't put up points on offense at all. Like they, Bears offense, God bless them. They're the only offense that looks looks worse than the Eagles right now. So how can you take them in any shape or form, right? Like you you have to take Green Bay right now. I mean, the number is too big for a divisional game, but it's Aaron Rodgers' awful loss. I don't know. You you got to go Packers nine and a half here. Devontae Adams, I think, will be a kind of a matchup nightmare for the Bears. Maybe they get some pressure on Rodgers, but this could be like a fourteen to three game. Like th- I just struggle to figure out how this Bears offense is going to get going in Green Bay. I think the answer to this question is that the Green Bay defense sucks. Uh, that that's the bottom line, and this is a division rivalry. This is a big fucking game. Uh, the Bears will almost certainly get up for it. And uh, I, I, I know I we don't like teams coming off the bye, Sean. Yep, but I think if any if anyone needed a team needed a bye week, it was this offense. I think Chicago's defense does enough to keep this game frisky. Nine and a half, way too many points. Let's stay contrarian. Everyone's betting the Packers. Obviously, opened at seven and a half. This line will almost certainly get to ten. I think, and I'm happily happily wait and take the dog at plus ten. Nine and a half is just fine too. Monday night football, Sean, the Seattle. Seahawks coming off that Thursday night win, a little bit of extra rest. They head to the East to take on your Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles plus five and a half at home, plus two hundred on the money line, minus two fifty for the Seahawks. Fifty and a half is the total. Man, I mean, at this point, is Carson Wentz starting? Uh, yeah, I think so. Although I, I would be gotta down to that action. I would be down to put in uh, Jalen Hurts. You got it. You got to take Seattle, laying the five and a half. I mean, Seattle's. 
horrible on defense, but the Eagles offense just not going to be able to take advantage of it. Maybe they slow down one of the receivers with Darius Slay a little bit, but uh, I think Russell Wilson's going to be able to just do whatever he wants to this Philly defense. Yeah, Seattle's always kind of had the Eagles number to begin with, and you you throw on the extra rest, you just throw on how bad this offense has looked. Now the defense will look decent like every other game, but uh, I just don't see how they're going to be able to slow down Seattle's offense or or put up enough points. This will be like a 31 17 game. I, I just think Seattle dominates. Yeah. And I, I if, if you like Philly, you're like, well, they're, they're going to have a great matchup for Carson to pass the ball. He just, I mean, they're 30th in pass DVOA. 30th in pass. You know who's better than them in DVOA passing? The Jets. The Jets are 29th. The Bears are 28th. No, I know, so, Ryan. They're bad. So, not, <laughs> not a good look. Uh, yeah. I, I, you're absolutely, I took him last week. And it worked. I, I should take them again to continue this gravy train. I just can't do it. Seattle rolls. Yeah, it's pretty easy. All right, we did time it. for everyone's favorite: the Lock Dog Tees presented by MyBookie.ag. Make sure you get that two hundred fifty dollars free bet between the Texans and the Lions. Use that promo code SGP. Get the fifty percent deposit bonus. Lock Dog and Tees. Kramer, kick things off. Uh, well, for. For my lock, I'm tempted to give you a Turkey Day lock. Um, you know what? I'll I'll use this other one as my dog. So let's let's have a Turkey Day lock. Give me the Washington football team. Ooh, okay. I, I just not not. I mean, they play well. There's a million reasons to like this. Most of all, short week for Dallas coming off a win. Like that's that's not a situation they need to be in. I think Washington going to come out focused and sharp and candidly, you could argue they look like the only professional football team in the division at this point, Uh, Alex Smith settled the offense down. So I'm going to, I'm going to lock up the football team, Sean, for my dog. Give me the chargers. Give me the chargers live dog uh, against Buffalo uh, and for my tease. All right. Leg one of the tease. We're going to put Baltimore plus 10 and a half. Leg two, we're going to take New England plus eight and a half. And for the third leg of the teaser, give me the Rams minus one. All right. I like that. Okay. For my lock, hmm. I do like Houston minus three, but I, I don't know if I, I, I already, I'm just going to ride that out in the free play. I'm going to, I'm going Chargers plus five and a half. The money line scares me because they they have an ability to fuck th- things up, but it definitely feels like they'll be able to keep it a field goal. So give me the Chargers plus five and a half for the dog. Mm, interesting dog selection here, Ryan. I'm gonna do it. Give me the Cincinnati Bengals. No oh, one believes it. in them. Stop Cincinnati it. money line plus two ten for my tees. Give me uh, give me Green Bay down to three and a half. Give me uh Denver. Oh, don't want to do that. No, we'll get, go uh Rams down to one. And for the last leg of my three team T's, give me uh Panthers plus ten. All right. Now I- this is uh this is tough. Cap or cup. What are we doing, Ryan? Kicking things off with your lock, Washington plus three. Yeah, let's get Washington in there. Let's we'll get do, the Chargers uh, in there. Chargers plus five and a half. What else do we have consensus that we really like? Uh, consensus picks include not a lot. Uh, the we uh, the Jets plus seven. 
Yeah. Colts minus three and a half. Broncos plus five and a half. Rams minus seven. Tampa plus three and a half. And let's put Seattle minus five and a half in there. Okay. Oh wow, no resistance at all to that. I like it. What else we got? Well, I mean, uh, I, I like the Colts. I don't know about you in that spot. If you're worried yeah, about that, the revenge game slightly worries me. But Colts have been good to us. Let's throw them in there, and then maybe for the last one, Denver. I don't know. This this Tampa Bay team scares me. You know what? Let's just take the Rams. I don't. I don't really want to fade Kansas City or New Orleans right now. Okay. So we got Washington plus three, Chargers plus five and a half, Seattle minus five and a half, Indy minus three and a half, and then the Rams minus seven. Five and a week, Ryan. Let's do it. All right. Are we are we picking props too? Nope. Are we doing that? Nope. Right. We ran out of time. Ryan, if you check your messages. Uh um, sorry. Very focused on a lot of things over here. All right. What else do we have then? Just happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone and uh stay tuned to social media. We'll be tweeting out uh a bunch of stuff there. Check that out. Uh we'll be throwing out maybe some DFS lineups for the weekend, get all that going and uh, keep those reviews coming in merch Monday. Winner just went out, uh, hit us up. If it was you, I just tweeted it over a gambling podcast. It, it, he named himself the, uh, the Godfather. So check that out like that. And, uh, yeah, that'll do it for the podcast. Thank you again for tuning in as always. Happy Thanksgiving for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green and he is Ryan. Happy Turkey Day. Fuck you, Justin Fuente. All rise. Cream, let it rise.